Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes, and joining me, as always, is my sidekick. Hey guys, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. Now here at Breakfast with the Beak, every week we take a series of topics suggested by you, the listener. We choose one at random and we do a show about it. You can send in those topics via email, via Twitter, leave a comment on the website, really, whatever you want. But do slip send a note in. into a basket of cookies. Absolutely slip a note into a basket of cookies. We will really give you some consideration then. Tape it to my window and I'll get scared. But we will get it. We will notice you. You will not be ignored if that happens. You go on the list. So, so we're going to pick from our list today. Yes, we are. We are going to use our scientific, completely random method of choosing a topic. Six. 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 Okay. That is... That doesn't even penetrate that goblin's armor class. Look, we'll have more chances to take out the goblin. That fucking goblin's going to go down, I swear. Topic number six is... Oh my god, what's wrong with your face? What? The topic is actually called, Oh my god, what's wrong with your face? Suggested by Greg in Brooklyn. Oh, thanks, Greg in Brooklyn. I guess. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? Your face... It... Your face looks okay. Oh, yeah, yours looks still the way it always does. Thanks. <laughs> you know, to be perfectly fair, I've never had occasion to actually say, Oh my God, what's wrong with your face? I mean, because if you're saying it to somebody, there's two possibilities for what has happened to their face. Right. Either it was something unintentional. And that runs the gamut from people who have had their faces burned off uh-huh. all the way down to guys with bits of spinach in their beards. Sure. And you go, Oh my God, what's wrong with your face? You're an asshole. Yeah. On the uh, other hand, hmm. if it was intentional, anything from radicals, plastic surgery, down all the way down to an interesting piercing, you go, oh my god, what's wrong with your face? Still an asshole. Yes. You don't want to be an asshole, so you really have... Uh, Very rare occasions to actually say that. Yeah, it has to be somebody who you're talking to, who you are friends with, who you trust, hmm. turns around for three seconds turns back around, and their face has suddenly just sprouted hair like a werewolf. Right, 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 right. Sudden, almost, is the way to go with that. Hmm. Hey, what's up, man? Oh my god, what's wrong with your face? You have suddenly turned purple. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. If someone was suffocating, that's a good time to use that line. Or if, um... Speaking of purple, oh my god, what's wrong with your face? A second ago, you were Dr. Heisenberg. Now you are Grimace from the McDonald's commercials. That's scary. See, aren't you glad that hasn't happened? And you'll know if it happens, because I'll say, oh my god, what's wrong with your face? And also the rest of you, why are you grimace? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kids. I I want some shakes. I guess that's how he talks. (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen a grimace commercial. Do they make those anymore? I don't watch kids' show channels. I feel like grimace has been seriously marginalized in the McDonald land mythos. I feel like I haven't seen any of those characters. Mayor McCheese and Birdie and... Yeah, whatever happened to Birdie? You don't see Birdie at all anymore. Birdie had a pretty messed up face. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Birdie was awkward because, I mean, they sold chicken sandwiches. I mean, she was... I don't know if she was supposed to be a chicken. The, uh, the, The Fry Guys, they liked fries. They were not made of fries. Well, they looked like they were pom poms, like they were... Maybe the flex of the pom-poms were supposed to be, like, weird mutated fries? Well, that's still a higher level of evolution. The, them eating fries is like us eating monkeys. Frowned upon, but not illegal. 
Well, most species of monkeys are endangered, so it would be illegal. Okay, animals. fine. If we found some non-endangered monkeys, or if we were lost in the jungle and we had to eat a monkey to live... Yeah, it'd be, you know... Still frowned upon, but... It'd probably taste better than Grimace. I don't know, though. Maybe yeah. maybe Grimace tastes like a giant gumdrop. He'd definitely be the first one i try. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd go for the uh, McNugget Buddies first. Oh, yeah, they, we, we know what they are. They're identifiable. Yeah. Wait, yeah, they're, they're actual food. They're and they talking are talking food. They're talking food who deliberately dump themselves into sauce. Oh, they are seductive. Hello? Eat us, devour us, please! I'm talking yeah, food. Buddies. You feel bad about eating me? What if I slather myself in barbecue sauce? Oh, it's kind of like that Douglas Adams thing where the cow comes out and begs you to eat it. You yeah. Know? It's like, that's that's pretty savvy. I mean, it's, it's well, it, the McNugget Buddies were at least, they were McNuggets with hot balls. You know, yeah, it's I better. Don't... It's better than, like, you know, the old the Mayor McCheese whose head was a giant hamburger, yeah. which opened and closed with the mouth, and it was grotesque. And then he had a whole body attached that wasn't the hamburger. Yeah, he was like some kind of mythological creature with the head of a burger and the body of a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like What's a, wrong with his face? Like a minute. Oh, my God, so much. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce pickles. That guy's got a lot going on in his face. Yeah. I mean, like... They are fucking McCheese. I mean, the sesame seeds alone would be enough to, to raise some eyebrows, but... Yeah. The fact that the head is a whole bun with a burger on it and... Like, are the sesame seeds natural, or is he having an outbreak? In general. I mean, how much of that is his head, and how much of that is food that he has attached to his head? Oh, God. What if he's, like, a cannibal? Like, he's eating a burger? Like, he's a burger, but he's also got bits of burger, and he's actually, like, slobbering because he doesn't chew properly? <laughs> See, that's the moment to say, oh my god, what's wrong with your face? So much. So many things could be wrong with Mayor McCheese's face. I think I understand why he's not in the ads anymore. I did meet one guy who... I didn't personally say to him, oh my god, what's wrong with your face? Okay. But I'm at a party, right? Uh Uh-huh. Guy comes in, big old, like, it looked like a doorknob on his forehead, like a doorknob made of meat. Was it like the color of his skin? Yeah, it was like the color of his skin, but it was like a big bulb on his forehead. And I didn't say, oh my God, what's wrong with your face? But someone else, he was sitting next to me, someone else comes up to me and says, look, I want to ask this now before I'm drunk and rude. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with the... And he explains, oh, it's this, it's totally benign, it's this thing, it's like fluid and skin and... I was supposed to get it removed, but it's a while, and I'm kind. I kind of like it because it helps me weed out the assholes. Oh, like a giant cyst kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's like, oh yeah, if you got something wrong with your face, weeds out the assholes. I suppose so. I mean, not well. No, I'm sure they still follow you, but you know who they are. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Who the fuck could this topic have even been directed to? All right. All right. All right. Going. Let's see. Uh, this was submitted about. Three weeks ago, give or uh, take, yeah, yeah. So let's talk. Let's see who was in the news three weeks ago. I mean, there was a whole Japan thing. Um, Their faces are fine. The reactor, not so much, but the faces are fine. Right. Nobody really cares about Charlie Sheen anymore. So, and his face is okay. He's got crazy eyes, but who yeah, cares? I mean, he looks like he's aging rather rapidly. But that's he's probably just exhausted and coked up. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably fine. well. That's what happens when you don't sleep. And because of drugs, <laughs> right, 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 and it was it was too long ago for the um, you know the government shutdown budget thing. We I mean, could do a whole podcast on John Boehner's face, but. which is very orange. Oh yeah, he's gonna play the flaming carrot in the flaming carrot movie. 
That's happening for real. Yeah, you gonna, heard it here first. He's going to have the green flippers and everything. Yeah, um, you heard it here first. John Boehner is the flaming carrot. The jellyfish are coming for your wife. And uh, what was the other big news topic? Um, Libya. Oh, Gaddafi. Libya. Libya. Right. Gaddafi actually does have a pretty fucked up face. Oh, maybe he was watching. Uh, maybe he was watching uh, Gaddafi footage on CNN, and he said, "Oh my God, what's wrong with your face?" Because his face has gone downhill. He does. He when he was uh, when he was in his twenties, he was actually like a male model. He was considered very dashing. He was, uh, he was sort, of, sort of an ethnic Fabio, but you know, right? Shit's changed. Speaking of people who said their faces fucked up, Fabio, because he got hit in the face with that duck on the roller coaster. That was awesome. <laughs> I love when that happens to people. I love it more when the roller coaster has the camera that takes the picture of everyone screaming <laughs> and it snaps the photo at the exact moment that a bird flies into someone's head. It's happened a few times The internet remembers I, I wish he kept doing I can't believe it's not butter commercials I can't believe I got hit in the face with the duck ah. Fabio, do our show Please We'll ask you so many duck questions I'm sure you're not tired of it And then we'll ask you to say nuclear whistles Yes we will <laughs> Yes we will It's not checkup, but it's close enough I don't even think he's Russian He's not Russian No, He's, he's not remotely Russian No but we're going to make him say nuclear vessels. <laughs> it's funny in many accents. But yeah, geese and ducks flying into people's faces aside, yeah. Gaddafi, Gaddafi not looking so great. Gaddafi kind of looks like he got in a duel with Mace Windu and got his face melted. It does look melty. Like in, yeah. I mean, you know, ass end of a candle is not a term I throw around often, but... It applies. It does. Looks like the ass end of a candle. Wow. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, so we know Samuel L. Jackson's not involved. Yeah. Who could be down there with the Jedi lightning? I think Gaddafi himself may have been using the lightning and it got deflected back at him. Oh, which, yeah, okay. That's actually what did happen That's in that shit. what movie. happened in Revenge of the Sith. Good point. Mm-hmm. But that implies a whole, you know, Jedi cabal... Involved in this, I mean, oh, like uh, some kind of shadowy order, uh, you know, fighting sorcerers that are posing as dictators yeah. in the Middle East. Not just dictators, people within the media. Some of them appear to be, you know, Sith lords who are not aging well, as Sith lords tend not to. I mean, Chris Matthews every year gets a little closer to just being a giant toad. He does. He does. Just you know, the old toad head of his man. Yeah, he kind of looks like a sandwich. <laughs> he does. He looks like a talking burger. He looks like Mary McCheese a little bit. That's what happened to Mary McCheese. He's Chris Matthews. From the future. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what happened to Chris Matthews. He's turned into Mary McCheese. Alright, alright, alright. Now, Anderson Cooper is obviously the hero of this piece because he's like an anime character. He's like the, the pretty boy with the white hair and the big sword, you know? Right, right, right. Anderson Cooper is, he's like a paladin or something. Like Anderson he's Cooper just, is uh, very much a paladin. He's disturbingly youthful. All things considered. Fit. Yeah, I mean. um, yeah. He's uh, got the, yeah, he's got that shock of white hair, like yeah. he had to uh, go through some great trial to gain his power. Yeah, I know, he went under the tree and he cut off Darth Vader's head and then opened up and oh my god, it's, it's Anderson Cooper! Oh, yeah. Dressed all in silver. Exactly. You know, compared to the... 
the the wise old silverback uh, Wolf Blitzer, you know. Oh yeah, they, mm. Candy Crowley. What did I say? Every every two years, I make the same lame joke that every election cycle, Candy Crowley looks a little more like Alistair Crowley. This is true. This is it, it, as okay. And I I'm a fan of Candy Crowley, so I'm not trying to put her down. But but if you took off the makeup and shaved her head, yeah. She bears a resemblance to to Alistair Crowley. Yes, <laughs> and uh, to the point where it's not unfeasible. It's not as if someone would openly say, "Hey, I'm related to Alistair Crowley, and this is totally going to affect my media career in a positive way." Yeah, no, you keep that quiet. No, no, no. But <laughs> well, I think the name Candy uh, is a smokescreen. It's very innocuous. It's almost a stripper's name. Her, 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 I think go her, on. I think her real name has to be, you know, something far more like Kandora. You know, Kandora Crowley. She does look more like that. Grand niece of the necromancer, you know, yes. sort of thing. Kandora, grand niece of the great beast. Yeah, you know, she she, she takes off the, the business suit when she gets home and puts on like a purple cloak and you know, yes. wisps of smoke trailing by. The sconces are pre-bloody. The servants are cowering. Yes, yes. <laughs> And, you know, if she has a bad interview, she can just open up her cloak and turn into 50 bats. Just whoosh. Yeah. See, I would think she'd open up the cloak and it would just be like a like a portal to the void with, like, unspeakable cosmic horrors writhing. It's like... Also awesome. She can do both. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, that's know, that's what sorcerers do. Yeah, well, you know, I, I imagine the, um, the, the necromancer could... Let's... Let's say... Let's say, you know, reach into the mind of the opponent and find out what would most fuck with their sensibilities. Oh, absolutely. Some people would be scared of someone who could turn into a pile of spiders. Yeah, spiders, that's that's gross. Yeah. I mean, like, if I'm, like, in a room with someone and then that person's gone and it's a bunch of spiders, I'm going to leave the room very quickly. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't have a comeback to that. Yeah. I mean, she could have been the one, you know, maybe it wasn't deflected. Maybe she was blasting Gaddafi with lightning. That would be interesting. You know, I mean, not not in person. She sent, like, you know, like she summoned a demon to go do it or something, you know. Oh, her, uh... Her familiar. Like a familiar, like a, you know, little imp? Yeah, she summoned an imp to go blast uh, Gaddafi with lightning. Of course, uh, Kendora Crowley's uh, familiar is is, uh, allowed to torture Anderson Cooper once a year on New Year's Eve. That's... uh, Yes, that's where she gets her power from. Every year, Anderson Cooper must do battle with the little red-headed imp. Who who sits behind him and cackles and goes, that's, I'm going to out you on the air. That's how he. That's a, that's the price he has to pay. You know. Yes, that that's that's his uh, that's his test of that's the test of his order. Can he remain righteous? Can he not slay the imp? Uh, obviously, the warlock and the paladin are on the same side in this. They're both from CNN. So, but True. they have to have an uneasy truce. Yeah. Because in terms of cosmic law, they're they are opposed. Technically opposed. But they are of opposite alignments. Yes, indeed. They, but they are on the same side against Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah. I mean, and I don't get why, you know... I mean, I get why they send the paladin over to be the war correspondent. He is bold. He is brave. He, I guess, probably has a pretty nice sword. But, you know, leaving the warlock here on the home front to, you know, debate electoral politics and horse race shit... Seems like a wasted opportunity to me. Yeah, but see, I think that's a smokescreen. You know, she is, she's over there, and she's, you know, projecting, uh, 
you know, like a, a glamour, a, an astral projection kind of thing. Back here. You only think she's in Washington. Ah. Covering when, you know, and Gaddafi's like, oh, I'm safe. They just sent the paladin. Then all of a sudden his shadow... Like, comes to life comes and stabs him in the throat. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh it's probably the whole time. Yes. You know, like, the, the, the rebels are like, ah, up here on the hill, there's the war correspondent. Let's go find her. Oh, wait, no. It's just a nest of crimson serpents. Yes. And when we get close to them, I feel cold. Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I mean, she's got, like, her, her agents have infiltrated... Gaddafi's, uh, you know, Amazon Corps, or whatever the ladies are called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lady uh, guards. You're right. Uh, Momar Gaddafi and his hot buttered biscuits. I, uh, yeah, the, so. the, the, the buttery biscuit virgin soldiers. Right. Um, they, uh, you know, they do battle during the day, and at night they dance in a circle around the fountain. Yeah, but Candy Crowley can contact them, because they each have half of a petrified dragon's heart. Yes. And so, you It know. pumps magma. You know. Well, yeah, it pumps magma if someone unworthy touches it. It pumps magma all the fuck over them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's why you... Just blast it straight into your lungs and cooks you from the inside. That's why they're all virgins. That's how you keep the uh, hot buttered biscuit squadron pure. Yeah, okay. You know, the... Yeah, you gotta be worthy of... The, the stone's dragon heart will punish the wicked. Yeah. I um, mean, and... I mean, it doesn't come without a price. Once yeah. a year, Kandora Crowley has to bleed Wolf Blitzer, you know. He's wearing nothing but a leather thong. She's yeah. got him tied to an altar. She sure. never quite finishes him off, but... Well, no, but... Drains him within an inch of his life. And, and Cooper knows if he ever goes too far with this, he's next, and he's going to have to do it to maintain the truce. Yeah. It's a heavy price to pay, but someday the Silver Fox must become the Silver Wolf. Yes. That makes sense. Foxes turn into wolves. And, like, if, if life were Pokemon, that's how it would happen. Exactly. See? So, totally is logical right. and a good idea and not stupid. Yeah. And then, you know, Blitzer, as a uh, Pokemon master... Uh, <laughs> I thought he was the wolf. <laughs> well, yes, but he's also a Pokemon master. So he goes, Jack Cafferty, I choose you! And then Jack Cafferty comes out and he's, he's snarky at the enemy for two minutes. <laughs> And then he reads viewer email. Jack Cafferty, level 10 dwarven fighter. <laughs> it's not a good strategy. No. That's why Wolf Blitzer stays at home. Yeah, he is at home, and Jack Cafferty is... You know how Ash always chooses Pikachu? Blitzer always chooses Jack Cafferty, and it never wins. No. <laughs> And everyone wonders, why do you always choose Cafferty? And Blitzer's like, that's what I feel comfortable with. Because Brooke Baldwin is far too pretty. Yeah. But Jack Cafferty comes out and he's all like, Cafferty, Cafferty, Cafferty. Because that's how he talks when he's a Pokemon. <laughs> yes. He has a gruff, you know, that's angry a, voice. That's how Pokemon talk. And, and Cafferty, he, Cafferty, Cafferty, Yeah, he'd be gruffer than that. He'd sound like Bulbasaur, you know. Cafferty, Cafferty, There's an email from Susan in Duluth. You know. Precisely. That is how Jack Cafferty the Pokemon talks. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you know, cute little animals cannot do battle against a warlock. <laughs> right, no, this is, yeah, so this is why he gets blood every year. Yeah. Because he really has no... He has no defense. He, no. Seriously, though, Gaddafi has, you know, like, that whole thing of, like, surrounding himself with women as his guards and stuff, and he has his, like, voluptuous nurse following him everywhere. He does. And it's like, okay, 
None of them can can do your makeup. Well, yeah, in Gaddafi, he he um he kind of dresses like Eddie Izzard. He really does. But Eddie Izzard has great makeup. Yeah, he doesn't have the same you know kind of glamorousness. He does not have the zazz. No, no panache. Whatsoever. He lacks zazz. Eddie Izzard should really get over to Libya and and I mean help out. It's like, yeah, 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 he insists they all be, you know, virgins or whatever. Virgins can still do makeup. You'd think. Well, you know, only whores use rouge. Well, ladies pinch. They can pinch. Somebody pinched Gaddafi too hard. They did. They pinched him with the fucking staple gun. They did. That's why he's got the hot butter biscuits, because he's the staple face Steve. Omar Gaddafi is secretly staple face Steve. Hey, I hope you watched our trailer, because if you don't, that makes no sense to you. Meta! Very. And that's what you get here. Quality content that you might understand. Have a good breakfast, everybody. Have a good fucking breakfast. Keep riding that dog rocket. Mm.